Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, we're going to talk about God as our source of truth. When we think about uh, truth, there is many sources in our culture. But this morning, I want you to think of it like this, because at the very beginning, God gave man this command. And the reason why his whole purpose of giving man this command was he wanted man to understand that he was supposed to be his only source. You see, nowadays, we don't want anyone to tell us what to do. And the truth of the matter is, I was the same way. Growing up, I hated being told what to do. And in some cases, a lot of us are the same way, just like I I was then. Sometimes I had to fight, uh, fight doing the same thing, especially when I start to think someone is doing wrong or somebody don't know what they're talking about. But God wanted us, in order for us to combat that kind of thinking, he wanted us to understand we're supposed to rely on him as our source. Where is that at? Well, it's found in Genesis chapter 2, and we're going to go from 15 through um, 17, where it says that the Lord God took man and he put him in, in the garden of Eden to cultivate it, to tend to it. And then the Lord God commanded him, saying, from any tree of the garden, you may freely eat. In other words, he was giving him, the Lord God commanded him. It wasn't the man commanding himself. It wasn't the man taking himself. It was the Lord God putting him there. It was the Lord God telling him um, to cultivate it and to tend to his responsibility. It was the Lord giving him responsibility, but he first had to listen to the Lord. And then it says, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for on that day, you will certainly die. Father, I just want to thank you that you are a true source. And in that source, you give us provision, you give us understanding, and you lead us as to which way to go and which way not to. Now, as we go through the scriptures this morning, be with us, help us to understand how to apply this word in Jesus name. Amen. The command was simple. It may have seen a little odd. You can eat from any tree of the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Freedom is something that's divinely given. That's number one that we need to understand. Biblical freedom is the responsibility and opportunity to, ju- to choose to allow God to rule in our decision making. We can enjoy whatever God's provided under his biblical rulership as opposed to the culture's ideal of freedom. The culture's ideal and social media's ideal is I can do what I want to, whatever I want to, however I want to do it. And it doesn't matter. Even as long as I feel it, if I feel it, I can do it. If I'm happy, I know it's from God. But as you can see back at the very beginning, that's you can see that God 
commanded man to live up under his rulership and his authority. Jesus echoes the same thing. In John 15, he says that I am the true vine and my father's is the garden. He said he cuts every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. In other words, God was giving us a responsibility. He was telling us there's things I want you to do. And then he says that every branch that doesn't bear fruit, he prunes. That he said every branch of mine, he said hold on, let me he said he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, but he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they will produce even more. He said, you have been purified. You have been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. And he says, remain. I want you to replace the word remain. In some Bibles, it says abide. It, re- it means hang out. So I want you to think of it like this. Everywhere that you see the word abide or or remain, just say hang out. This is and this is what would make sense to you. He said, hang out in me, and I will hang out in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you hang out in me. The reason I said the word hang out, because in the Greek, when you look at it. Uh, the meaning in the Greek translation, that's what that word means. Yes, I am divine. You are the branches and those who hang out in me, I in them will produce fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And anyone does not hang out in me is thrown away. In other words, you can't survive without me. Without my word, without me living inside of you. So it's best that you be with me. And this is precisely what God was saying to Adam. He said, Adam, I'm placing you here to take care of this. I'm providing a living for you. I'm providing a responsibility for you. I'm giving you that. Man, in us, in a culture, what we need to understand God is the provider. God is the source. He's the one that gives us our job. He's the one that gives us our home. He's the one that gives us our our children, our wives, everything that we get. He's the one that gives us our breath. So he's saying to us, if you learn to hang out with me, you're going to enjoy every single thing and you're going to find yourself producing so much fruit that I'm going to have to begin it's going to overflow into the lives of others. It's not just for you. So I'm going to cut away some. In other words, I need to let you grow. So when anybody will tell you any rose planters, garden planters, they will tell you that the pruning process is necessary. You don't want things growing all over the place. So we need to cut it. And the more we cut the healthy stuff and, and we cut things away that's not necessary, the better it grows. And that's what the Lord is saying. He said, anyone who does not hang out in me is thrown away. I'm at verse six of John 15. 
such there such branches are use, useless and withers. But if you hang out in me, my words hang out in you. You may ask anything you want, and it will be granted. He's telling you to benefit. And when you produce much fruit, you are truly my disciples. And this is what brings glory to God. The last scripture is Timothy echoed this same teaching. He told, he was echoed, he was given the same teaching from Paul. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting at verse 14, Timothy was told, and and I'm going to start at verse 12. He said, yes, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Jesus will suffer persecution. So in other words, we're going to suffer trials, tribulation. There is nothing, no such thing and no such comfort. In other words, that's the reason why it's important for you to understand that we just don't go to church just to get comfort. We don't just be to go to get in a rah-rah ceremony or to be filled up just for us because there's things that we must understand that God wants us to do. He said, but evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. In other words, the purpose for us to understand God's word and God's teaching is so that we could be able to hear and to determine which way that God is leading us, whether it's God, whether it's our flesh, or whether it's it's something else, an, another spirit, so that we're not deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. What's the things that you've been taught? The word of God. Every single thing should uh, stand from the standard of God's word, not from the standard of man, not from the standard of culture, but from the word of God. He said, for you know, you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. In other words, it's the, the scriptures here. They have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Jesus. And then he says, all scriptures, not some, all scriptures is inspired by God and useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us. Those three things we must understand. All scriptures are inspired by God. It's there to teach us to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. And number four, corrects us when we're wrong in order to teach us to do what's right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for allowing us to be your true disciples. As true, true disciples of Jesus Christ, we know that you are our only source and our only authority. So allow us to remain and base every single decision based on that authority. In Jesus' name, amen.